I'm Jen. And I'm Purple. We, we solemnly swear, swear we are, we are up, up to, to no, no good. good. You're listening to Seriously Moons, the podcast by and for the Wolfstar fandom. Welcome back to episode four, guys. Uh, fucking hell, words failed already. <laughs> We're here doing Harry Potter things. Yes, we are here talking about wizards in the 70s. Specifically, Marauder yes. wizards. 70s wizards. And early 80s wizards. Mm-hmm. And mid nineties wizards, <laughs> wizards, wizards, and sometimes not wizards if they're in an AU. Okay, so talking about two random people. <laughs> yes, I wanted to mention. I'm going to butcher this username. You know, I'm really sorry. Uh, I wanted to mention an RP thread by Precipio Patronum called "Talking with the Map." It broke my heart when I read it the first time. It's uh, Remus, after he confiscates the map from Harry in Prisoner of Azkaban, goes back to his quarters and has a conversation with Map, Mooney, Padfoot, Prongs and Wormtail. And not only is the editing top-notch, it's also the like script and the delivery and the whole atmosphere of it is just stunning. It's really like heart-wrenchingly sad, as Prisoner of Azkaban is, and it's it's beautiful. Highly recommend. We'll put a link in the show notes. Everything a Precipio Patronum does is brilliant. Uh, they're Pirate AU, uh, welcome aboard. It's got Precipio Patronum as Remus, Soft Sirius Black as Sirius, and of Moon and Stars, my love, as Captain James. And it's wonderful and hilarious. Uh, the Moon and Stars, my love, is Captain James Potter. Um, go and check that out if you haven't read it, seen it, watched it, absorbed it in some way. And if you don't know <laughs> Little Bit Ali on Tumblr, amazing Then artist. what are you doing with your life if you don't follow Little Bit Ellie, really? Ellie is an amazing artist. Um, we'll post a link to two of, of pieces, but obviously just scroll. The whole blog is just beautiful. Mm-hmm. The colours and the light. And Ellie does this thing where her line work is like a hot pink red. And it's just, mm, mm, it's good. Okay, let's talk about fests. The Battleships Fest, which I still don't understand, but the signups are still open. Uh, yeah, I don't fully understand what's happening. I don't comprehend the rules. Yeah, but if it's something you're interested in, go for it. Yeah, <laughs> if you can figure it out. I'm excited to read the results either way. Let us know also <laughs> if, if you figure out what to do. This really cool fest popped up in a Discord that we're in uh, called Into a Bar. It's basically, you pick a character, you pick up to four fandoms that you feel comfortable writing in. And the that fandom your not, character that yeah. you... Yeah. That's not the same fandom of the character you picked earlier. And then they, the mods will assign you four characters from 
those other fandoms or a character from each fandom you submit it's up to four uh, you don't have to submit four and then you just see what happens so i could for example pick Sirius black as my character that walks into the bar and i would pick up to four fandoms so i could pick like the hannibal tv shows and the rocky horror picture show assassin's creed Opera, <laughs> and assassin's creed yeah and a, like any character on the wiki of any of those four shows will walk into the bar and then undeniably all hell will break loose. Yeah. And there's only a 500 word minimum. So it's not like a huge commitment as far as that goes. But it sounds like it's fun. It's fun to get in other characters and cross world and all that kind of stuff. So yes. And I, uh, who does it love at old uh, like so and so walks into the bar and sees such and such like that's such a good prompt yeah it's fantastic I might sign up <laughs> of course <Whoops>. you will <laughs> of course you will okay then there's a wolf starbucks mini fest on tumblr going on prompting is from now until July 22nd yeah it's not prompts to be claimed so we're not going to have a claiming period uh, the prompts are just there for you to use as inspiration if you would like to write something from a prompt. And if you don't want to write something from a prompt, you can either submit a prompt yourself or you can just self-prompt. Basically an excuse for us to all write Wolf Star books and post it together in a collection. And it posts. It starts posting at the end of August. Yep, so you've still got plenty of time. Are there word requirements? No, and it can be art, it can be fic, it can be... Well, those are the two options, I suppose. But... <laughs> I guess if someone really wanted to do a podfic, they probably could. Oh, yes. Yeah, you can podfic it if you like. But, you know, there's no um, minimum requirements. It's really chill. Just write whatever you want about Wolf Starbucks and we'll publish it all in a lovely collection. Uh, Fix It Fest starts posting next week. I'm so excited. Um, it is an anonymous fest. So go get ready for your happy endings. Because they're coming. It's going to be great. Many happy endings. Exclusively happy endings. <laughs> yeah. There may be some sadness on the way, but they will be happy at the end. Uh, nothing is revealing right now that we know of. If you know of something, let us know. Next up, we interview Meek the Raccoon. <gasps> da, 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 da. Meek! Yay! Yay! Um, if you guys don't know Meek, they do the most fantastic, um, wonderfully characterized uh I don't even know the best word to describe it. As an author, I don't know the word. <laughs> They're like really like real and grounded and like lively in a way. Uh, Meek's art is beautiful. I, I told him earlier today, um, anytime I write Meek on my phone, my phone automatically suggests the words ear. <laughs> because we talk about the way he draws ears all the time. Meek's ears are top notch like top tier the best ears anyway here's us in the future slash past speaking <laughs> to meek we are here with meek meek why don't you give us a wee introduction of you and where we can find you online and what you are maybe known for in the fandom all right yeah um i'm, I'm meek or vernon either one uh, i didn't get my name from the harry potter character by the way that's not i am not named after vernon just <laughs> yeah my name is online is meek the raccoon or if you want to look for my artwork it's meek in the drawer on tumblr uh but everywhere else it's meek the raccoon yeah i'm i think i'm well known for my art but also like i, I guess my shit posts <laughs> my life is real 
Meek, number one. Ah, number two, shitpost. <laughs> I feel like that's like what I'm known for. <laughs> I would like to add in 1A, ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I'm really known for how I draw my ears, which, like, when that first got mentioned in the Discord, I was really surprised. Like, out of all the things that people could recognize me for, like, my artwork for, it was the ears. I'm not complaining about, but, like, damn. It's totally the ears, man. Like, I'm like, that's me. There's the ears. (laughs) I guess it's, like, the little lines I do inside them. They're just so distinctive. It's just great. Yeah. (laughs) Right, well... I'm Mika Raccoon and I'm known for my ears. <laughs> Mika the ears raccoon. <laughs> oh man, I, I could just talk, I could gush about like Remus's ears for like 10 minutes, I swear. <laughs> I'm already blushing, man. You don't need to like. <laughs> uh, it's only going to get worse. We're going to keep talking about the ears. They're awesome. Oh, no. <laughs> so much. Oh man, I'm I love it. my TV. <laughs> yeah, put it on your CV. Well known for years. My skills. Oh. <laughs> yes, I love it. Um, what What are you working on right now? I know you're gearing up to go to an essay, but um, oh. is there anything in the works drawing wise? Um. Yeah. Uh, I'm working on. I don't know. Am I allowed to talk about the thing I'm doing with you, Purple? Sure. Um, well, it's not a little, yeah, we're doing a little like fic art project where we're both collabing uh i'm doing the art purple's doing the fic um it's about um them both like is it, is it like a modern au and they're both going to a rena- renaissance a uh renaissance festival yeah so um america has i was gonna say like you picked, you picked the brit to do a renaissance fair <laughs> thing with, and we have no clue how this works okay no idea what's so, going on <laughs> So America has a really big obsession with Renaissance festivals. Um, If you're not from America, if you get the chance to ever go to one, they're different from any kind of Renaissance festival anywhere else in the world. Um, The one that's near my house has like a whole narrative they do each year. There's like a a story and they they hire actors to portray like the king and queen and the princesses and there's like a whole storyline you can follow throughout the day and people put on fake British accents um and it's it's great fun and it's ridiculous and people dress up in costume and do jousts and eat turkey legs and stuff (laughs) that's so wild (laughs) it's really great and people who yeah sorry okay so people who are from the UK when they come to an American Renaissance Festival and they're like, what is happening? (laughs) And then all of the actors and the people who are working will get all excited because they're like, it's a real British person with a real accent. And it's very funny. I love that. But I would love it. As well, you did that with like, one of them's American, one of them's British. And, um, I guess I can just say who's who. Uh, Remus is like American and Spick and Sirius is British, and people are like gushing over Sirius's accent. And I was like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. <laughs> I've experienced this as well because I've been to America once, and everyone's like, oh, you're British? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my God. Well, I, I want, I really want it though to be like 
a really shit British accent and yet the, <laughs> the people at the Ren Fair still get really excited. It's like a Birmingham or like a Scouse accent or something. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> yeah, right. All right, pal, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah in, in America, it's basically like people will recognize like a Cockney accent yeah. From like Mary Poppins, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's like the the chimney sweeps have an accent. That's the working class accent. And then there's like a posh accent. Like your um your Hugh um what's his name? Oh god, what's his name? Who? The, pri- huh? the Prime Minister from Love Actually, Hugh Grant. Oh Hugh yeah. Grant, yes. Hugh yes. Grant. Yes. If you ask, I, I I will almost promise, if you ask any random American what the British, like, royalty sounds like, that's what they sound like. <laughs> <laughs> like, regardless of their actual accent. <laughs> because that's what posh British people sound like. That's my favorite fucking thing, though. My favorite thing is, like, listening to how other countries perceive english people and like listening to their accents and i'm like we do not sound like that but my god i wish everyone did it's so fucking funny i love it totally i love it like in american movies where there's the the, like the token brit and you're just like yes this is the best accent (laughs) so good yeah that's it there's there are two english accents and then there's irish and scottish and that's it (laughs) no not a lot of people know about welsh outside of england yeah, no, they're, they're, any American, any random American would not be able to recognize a Welsh accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mad. I love it. I'm so excited for this Ren Fair, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. I, not only do I want to go to a Ren Fair, but if I can go vicariously through Wolfstar to a Ren Fair, then <laughs> that's, that's all I need, really, in life. So <laughs> I'm so ready. I'm so ready to see them in, like, like the tights and like the doublets and stuff. So yeah. out already. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what purple was written, by the way, is absolutely wonderful, and I can't wait Aww. for like other people to read it because I like I was like <laughs> gushing and like, oh yes, this is so fun. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm so excited. If it's um, if it's up by the time we post this episode, we'll put a link in the show notes for sure. I don't know if it will be because timings. Yeah. We have time. Yeah, there's no rush for anything. Okay. Okay. I have something else I'm working on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell us. Um, I'm doing like a free page comic, um, a Wolfstar comic that I've been working on. Like, I've been planning for a little bit now. and I've only done one panel, but that's because it's like an establishing shot and it's like fully painted and stuff. Because I'm Ooh. not just like, I do animation, but I'm actually like a layout artist. I do the layout backgrounds, painting, all that stuff for layout, uh, for animation. So that's kind of where my other speciality lies. So I'm trying to like incorporate that into what I'm doing here uh, and make it a bit more like a full illustration, um, which is really hard, but I hope I get it done. <laughs> I don't know when it will uh-huh. be done. That sounds sounds really awesome. Uh, And it's about, um, it's a little idea I've had for a while. It's about their first, like, coming out to each other, like, being like, oh, I like you and I like you too, kind of thing. Um, Oh! Yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh, 
my cold dead heart. <laughs> I love it already. Yeah. I'm excited. I'll probably do a stream of it sometime, but after Annecy, because mm-hmm. yeah, that's I've got a lot of busy stuff to do, and then I probably won't get back to drawing it until I'm back from Annecy. Right, for sure. Real life takes priorities. How dare it? Oh, fuck off. I know. That sounds good. I'm excited for a comic. Yeah. Oh, the babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Here's a here's a here's a question. Do you have a current favorite? Either like a fic you've read or an RP you've seen on Tumblr if you follow RPs or an art that you've seen most recently. Is there something that's made you like stop scrolling and go, oh holy shit, I love that? um okay i have seen a piece of art that i recently i think it's been around for a long long time but i never saw it because i'm quite new to the fandom i i mean i've i've been like stalking around in the background um Mm -hmm. for a little while but i've only really to like (laughs) post things yeah (laughs) it's how it be really um i I think it's quite up the hill Mm mm-hmm if I can find it. Up the... I love Up the Hill. I love all their stuff. Yeah. Like uh, when I first appeared on Tumblr, I was like, wow, I need to scroll through all of this. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. It wasn't, um, it, this isn't the one, but it's another one that I like saw and like gushed about. It's all the portraits she's been doing. I love them so much. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They're yes. great. Yes. Yeah. Uh, did we? I talked about them somewhere. Did I put them somewhere? I don't remember. I, I remember thinking that I need to talk about this on the podcast. So I'm glad you brought this we, up. We uh, talked about them last at the last recording. The new, oh, really? Mm-hmm. But but it hasn't. That episode hasn't come out yet. So you don't. So we Mika doesn't know. Together, yeah. Well, we're talking about them again. <laughs> oh no! No, I think so I put it in this more of them have been released it. because when we talked about it, there were only the Golden Trio. And the silver trio. Oh no, no! We and then didn't. after after we recorded, she posted the Marauders and some other people yeah. like the Slytherins, Malfoy, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, the Marauders one though. Oh my god, I love it. They're like my perfect renditions of them, of all three of them. Like, oh. I love the James. The James is so good. Like the facial expression. The nose, the glasses, everything about it is just great. It's how I see him. Yeah, same. Like his little like cheeky grin. Uh-huh. I love it. Or like I'm getting them. It's in our news thing if you want to see it, purple. But uh, mm. I love I love Sirius because that little like eyebrow raise that he has is just so like little shit serious to me that I love it. <laughs> They're so um, good. I love. Um, the way that she did Remus's scars as well with the like chipped eyebrow I'm, that's mm-hmm. so good oh so good I'm totally a sucker for like a little scar through an eyebrow someone has one of them I'm like yep yep hello <laughs> hi how are you hi are you single mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to find the one it, it was of um, Sirius and Remus I think they were kissing I can't quite remember I probably have it reblogged somewhere. Yeah, is it an up the hill one? Oh, if they're kissing, it might be on there. Not safe for work. Oh, unless it's—is it the one? Is it the one where Sirius has got a cigarette? Is it that one? 
I think it is. Like, it came on my desk quite recently. I love that so much. It's so tender. Yeah, I love it so much. Let me dig for it. Yo, that's the one. I love it. Yeah, I love, I love how surprised Remus looks. He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I also love how she draws clothing and hair. Everything about it just feels really nice and soft, but also quite real. It's really, really nice. And the line quality. I could gush about this for ages. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think up the, up the hill is wonderful. Oh, and of course, there's another uh, a picture I saw quite recently of Billy Evans in a pond, which is really fucking nice. It's by Carasaurl. I can't pronounce your name. I'm very sorry. Oh, that Lily Evans one is gorgeous. Look it's at so her. Pretty. The painting style is gorgeous. <gasps> yeah, Car- Carasaurl. Yeah, Carousel, Caras- I think. Carousel? K-A-R-A-S-A-W-R. Yay, spelling! I know, can we, can we tell? I usually struggle to spell things out loud. I had to really concentrate then. Dyslexia boys? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love her, the, the flower in her hair and everything. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of fix, I haven't read many fix lately. Um, but I think there was one by Wolfstar Garden I read. It was like, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about that because it's not safe for work, but. Oh no, talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> was it the, the ballet one or? Hang on. I'm really bad with names. I'm going to find them. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah, Fire on Fire. Yeah, oh my God, it's so good. Very, very good. Oh. Like, it's so, like, good. I love how she. What, is it? Have I got the yeah, yeah, she... right? I love how like she just describes things in general. I love it. Everything about it just feels I don't know, really really real. <laughs> I know I know totally what you mean. I was reading it and thinking like I don't know, the way she describes the like man as a writer, I have such a poor grasp of words, but <laughs> <laughs> Oh honey, me too. <laughs> I mean I'm not a writer, so I don't really Oh, it's great. If you've not read uh, Fire on Fire by Wolfstar Garden, we'll put a link in the show notes. It's beautiful. Makes all your ballet dreams come true. Fun fact about Wolfstar Garden, they were one of the first fanfic authors that I read when mm-hmm. I got into Wolfstar. So it's really her fault that I'm here. <laughs> yeah, damn it, Wolfstar Garden, come on. <laughs> all your fault. I would say she was one of the first Tumblers, like when I first got into them as well, I was like scrolling through a Tumblr, looking at everything, finding loads of things through her in the tags and stuff. So, yeah, she was part of my journey of figuring out I love Wolfstar as well. Yeah, you know, I don't. I think she was pretty important to me too, actually. Now I'm trying to think about it. I'm pretty sure that she was one of the first authors that I read as well and, and sort of Damn. found a lot of other people through her, like through gifts that she'd written for other people and things. You know, how it sort of like follows through people's bookmarks. And, yeah. So thank you, Alana, for all of your, <laughs> your hard work in the fandom. Like... This is all your fault. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Do not underestimate how important you are to people. Like. Okay, so Meek, do you have a favorite and or a least favorite trope? Like, is there a trope that you will just, if you see it, you will read it? Or if, or if, it's, if it's art too, I suppose. Like, is there, a, is there like a visual cue of something that you're like, yes, I want this thing right now? Um, I mean... I think it's a trope that goes into both pick and art, mm-hmm. like a story trope with the Marauders. I love, okay, my favourite one, 
I actually really love is oh no, there's only one bed. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when no. it comes to shipping and stuff. I, and I, I especially love it when one of them is like okay with it. Because I think I read a, a, a Wolfstar fic once where they had, like went to an inn and they, Sirius got really like drunk um, and they had to share a bed because it was the only room left and it was like a double bed they had to share and they were really close together because it was like a small double and Remus is freaking out while Sirius is like, eh, it's fine. <laughs> and then they got together. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember which fic that was, but it's one of my favourites. Yeah, I, I love, like, oh no, what shall we do? We have to cuddle. Yeah, <laughs> to shame. Or, like, when they try to not cuddle and then they're, like, on opposite ends of the bed and they wake up in the morning and they've snuggled together. Yes! yes! I love this. Yeah. I someday really want to really, really want to draw this kind of thing because I, I love it so much. It's, like, one of my favourite tropes. Oh, yes, do it, draw it. Like, all snuggled up and, like, one of them opens their eyes and is, like... Oh no! Shit, I've, I've snuggled. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I realised I might love you. Shit! <laughs> everywhere. Sometimes you can't beat the classic tropes, huh? No, you really can't. Because I always find myself going back to those. Yeah, totally. We can subvert things as much as we want, but sometimes you're like, "Nah, I just want to read. I just want to read." There was only one bed at the end, really. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What about what about your least? Is there something that you like? Maybe you'll read it, but you're just not like as in love with it as you would be if if the trope wasn't there. You know. Um, I'll share one thing. I don't. I like. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's more of a preference. But like, I've read a lot of fics that randomly like randomly went into king stuff that I wasn't a fan of. Oh mm. yeah, that's kind of all I can say. I don't really know it. Like, I'm pretty easygoing with shit. <laughs> I know what you mean. Sometimes you're blindsided by the kink and you're like, where did oh this come God. from? Yeah, I, re- I was reading a fic and then all of a sudden they're sucking each other's toes and I'm like, I'm not sure I really was into this. Like, hey, it's cool if you are. I'm not saying you're not. Well, it's different if you are like, I would like to read about this kink now and you go like search it out versus you're like, I'm going to read a, a fluffy snuggle story you know, cut with cuddling, yeah. and then you're like, where did this king come from? <laughs> yeah, what was happening? I was so fucking confused, man. <laughs> and you're just happily like, I... like, oh, la la la, yeah, oh, sweet, they're making eyes at each other, like, whoa, hey, how did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't prepared. It's like those, um, what is it, those really badly directed pawns where they, like, they're stroking a cat and then all of a sudden they're making out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's the plumber. Oh, and now they're fucking. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking great. And in a weird way, I kind of love it as well. Like, I think, like I said, I'm super easygoing. So when that stuff happens to me, I'm not like, oh, my day is ruined. I'm like, all right. <laughs> this was unexpected. <laughs> but I will see it through to the end because perseverance. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm so like that. I can't stop reading midfic unless it's like really nasty, and I'm just like, well, I must carry on now. <laughs> I think of well, I found the fic I was talking about. Ooh. A quick warning: it is explicit. Um, Gasw. <laughs> it's called No Vacancy, and it's by Xylo Demon. Ooh, yeah, I think I have read that. I, I loved it. <laughs> Yeah, we will put a link in the show notes. Oh, it's an old school uh, one too, published in 2005. 
Oh, yep. Beautiful. I always go back whenever I'm like getting into a new fandom. I go straight to the beginning to read all the old fix and then like make my way back. Yeah, I like that's a good approach though. I like I like hearing I like seeing how things evolve. Yeah, same here. Because I noticed like things would change, certain tropes would appear more than others. Like after certain books came out and stuff. I think that's true though like I think we've talked about this a lot on previous episodes though purple about how fandom sort of evolves and is quite cyclical and things will disappear and then come back and yeah well because like even just um like last fall there was a huge influx of like coffee shop AUs yeah they got very very popular for a while and I haven't seen any new ones recently I mean, I'm sure there have been one, but they're, they're not, like, flooding AO3 like they were in October. Right. Um, and I think probably what's happening is someone has an idea, like, someone posts the first coffee shop AO, right? And then everyone's like, this is an amazing idea, and everyone goes and draws, and everyone goes and writes, and and we get all excited, and then we're like, oh, okay, now we've read them all, and we've seen them all, and we're done. <laughs> yeah, now we're sick of coffee. New. Yeah, let's move on right. to the, like, the flower shop or whatever. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, the flower shop one was great. I think I saw a comic for it and it was really well drawn. Yeah, like we say, sometimes the old tropes are just good. Yeah. So these ones are just like the first answer that pops in your head. Uh, oh, when boy. you think When you think about the characters. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so who's taller? Okay, um, bring this when I draw them. Yeah. You want me to explain or go for it? <laughs> um I mean that's just kind of from a character design perspective, um, when I see their personalities, it's just the thing that makes sense to me. But is that's <laughs> why that's why they're called head cannons and why they're not called everyone cannons. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> like you're you're everyone is entitled to their own opinion, right? Yeah, so. well I mean We've said it five times already, but I'm easygoing. So whatever anybody else kind of has, I'm kind of down for, to be honest. Right. Like when I was drawing them for Marauders Inc., I drew them differently depending on how you describe them. Yeah. Because that's how you saw them in the fix. Yeah. So that's how they are. <laughs> and they were perfect. <laughs> I mean, as, as I'm sure you can tell, like I've got them saved on my phone and then I'm just like, I'm going to go and look at Meek's art now. <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> the plane scene. Do I need to gush about the plane scene any longer? Like you, you well, have, I have it. to complain about. You made me cry. <laughs> oh man, no! You you totally saw it exactly how it was in my head. The lighting was just mm. nice. I'm glad I did that well. Totally. <laughs> All right. Oh, I love it. Okay, on, on the subject of of um. Oh, well, that was a really shit segue. We're not talking about the same thing. I'm just going to start <laughs> to the new thing. What was your When you think about them, what is your favourite job or career or either of them? This has been said before, but like I often see... And this is in terms of AUs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or you can do Magical too if you like, if they weren't busy winning the war. But... I don't know. I often see them... I always see serious and more hands-on jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and Remus in not so more hands-on jobs i know that's been said before but that's like i guess it's kind of popular mm. i guess because like serious is always seen as a bit more strong and like burly and remus is not so much mm. and he's always seen with some kind of illness as you guys mentioned in a previous episode 
like even when he's in AUs, he's got like some kind of illness or disability that kind mm-hmm. of like yeah makes him not as able as others, which is interesting. Uh, so yeah, I see him and I see them in that kind of dynamic. But I've also got other headcanons or other AUs where like they're both on hands-on, they're both in hands-on jobs. Mm. Like I had a biker AU where uh, Sirius was in a biker gang and Remus was a mechanic. Oh, I like that. I, I've never seen that done before. That was it, I, it. Just made sense to me. And like uh, Sirius went to him to get his bike fixed, and Remus like slowly started falling in love with him and all that stuff. Aww. I never actually wrote anything for that. Huh, I need it. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> can we can we write it? Yeah, can, can, can we write it? <laughs> please. Please. I also have another silly one though where it's like um, I guess they're both hands-on as well but because I'm an animation nerd I had one where Remus is a stop-motion animator uh, which is quite a hands-on Oh my god, I love him as a stop-motion animator Holy shit! (laughs) And Sirius is a uh, model maker so he's actually making the stuff for the film That's that's an idea I had I love that Yeah, my brain has just been like blown wide open I can see Remus on the little like on the set as it were like and I think he has the patience and the like focus and the dexterity yeah. for that like I need it I need it <laughs> <laughs> approval <laughs> yay that's so cool I love that mind blown okay <laughs> now I'm just thinking about the stop motion and everything I kind of want to draw it as well so if anybody draws a fic I, mean, I will draw pics for the fic <laughs> yes Team up. Right, you two have got the Ren Fair thing. I'm going to do the biker or the stop motion. I don't know which one yet, but I'm going to do one of them. Okay, final quick fire question then. Who's your favourite non marauder, marauder era character? Hmm. So, like, not Mooney Wemfoot. Mooney Wemfoot? Oh, Wemfoot! Oh, that's a disgusting ship name. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, yeah, not Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot, or Prongs. Hmm. I think it's going to be Lily. I love Lily. Yeah. I just, I think she's a very, very, very significant part of the Marauder story in general. Um, and the whole story of Harry Potter, I think she's, like, we don't get to see a whole lot of her. We get her described in certain ways, and we always see, like, get her described as if she's, like, very, you know, she was very much a kind of on top of her game very smart very um she was a badass yeah she was a badass and i love that but i also love like this is my own head cannons as well but like i love maybe her being a bit more aggressive sometimes and her being a bit more like obviously every character is going to have flaws so i try to like really dive into that as far as i can to the point where it sometimes give me gives me headaches because i'm like how can i like really make this balanced out <laughs> and it hurts um totally i think like writing or, or designing flaws for characters are arguably the funner part you know like it's much easier to make them flawed than it is to make them perfect yes it's much more interesting as well for other people to read mm-hmm. i feel anyway in experience of reading things and stuff but yeah i i just i love lily and i love like whenever people draw her with like being friends with Sirius like the drawings that Ami Ami did of her and Sirius were so good yeah and you know the ones that you ah yeah yeah I love Ami's work we'll put a link to them in the show notes too but they're they're like oh yeah Lily and Sirius's friendship is great I was gonna say I just feel like as well that when her and 
James got together, like, she kind of became the fifth Marauder, which is what I love to see in fix. Oh, totally. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I do have a headcanon that Lily introduced Sirius to, like, cars and stuff, like, because of her, mug- like, being a m- muggle-born. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. And I always, I'm forever looking for a way to put in a fic of her taking serious for a drive and or taking padfoot for a drive yeah. and he gets to hang his head out the window oh. while she's driving oh my and... god i love that i love that yes so oh okay so, so this good. this reminds me of a fic um of a um someone on tumblr uh sent me a link to this and i'm gonna post a link in our chat right now and i'll put a link in the um show notes too but there's a fic on tumblr in a couple of series called a muggle studies moment by Lily Deer writes, and it's mm. uh, so it's James, Lily, Sirius, Remus, Peter too, perhaps. Um, <laughs> he's here, he's here maybe. But they're in Muggle Studies, and it's their like um, them being hilarious in Muggle Studies. But also Lily, Lily's Muggle neighbor back home is selling a bike, and it's Lily and Lily's mum and them that take Sirius to go and see this bike and teach him how to do it and it's so good it's so funny and it's just perfect and it's absolutely Lily like taking him by the arm and walking him through oh god it's so good it's only on tumblr it's not an ao3 i'll put a link to the first chapter in the show notes um but it's so funny and i love that lily is the one to like introduce Sirius to to bikes and muggles and everything i think it's perfect i love that i love that very much oh lily and Sirius are the best oh okay more questions more questions all the questions what was the first fandom that you were ever a part of um the Team Fortress 2 fandom. Oh, nice. Awesome. Yeah, I used to be into, like, video games and stuff, and that was... Before I got into that fandom as well, I never really drew men. I always drew women. Uh-huh. Um, because that's kind of what I saw on TV was, like, oh, I watched a lot of anime and was like, ooh, pretty girls. Um, <laughs> and did a lot of drawing that way. And then I got into TF2 and was like, oh, damn, this style is lovely. I would like to draw people like that, please. Um, so... Yeah, I drew lots more men because there only is like two female characters in that game. Okay, in a similar brand then, who are your top three OTPs besides Wolfstar? Um, well, Stormpilot yeah. is a big one. And who's that if people don't recognise the ship name? Well, it's Finn and Poe Dameron from Star Wars. Yes, agree. Yeah, <laughs> the goddamn lip bite. That's like the Stormpilot version of the 40 line stare. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> um, and another one is, I don't know if many people know it, but it's this little, it's this little anime called My Hero Academia, you know. Mm-hmm. I've, I've um, heard of it, but I've not seen any of it. It's like, it's wildly popular. I've, I only really just got into it the other year ago, but it's been around for quite a while now. Um, but I can see why people like it a lot. And I really got into two characters called, uh, I think they're called Erasermite because they're ship. Uh, and the two names are Eraserhead, who is like the teacher of the characters, and Present Mike, who is another teacher. And they used to be childhood friends, and I just love them as a ship. Ooh. Because one of them is very like stoic, and the other one is extremely loud, and it's like, ah, oh, they're perfect. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Totally. Those kind of dynamics are wonderful. <laughs> 
Uh, and I need another one? Yeah, go on. If you have another one. If you don't, then don't stress about it. Uh, surely I must do. <laughs> oh, right. It's a Pokemon ship. Oh, yeah? We go with Pokemon. Um, from Sun and Moon, I got really into Guzma and Professor Kukui. Ooh. But I also Ooh. really liked Kukui and his wife as well. So it was like a polyamorous thing I was really into. I'm always here for more poly. Hell yeah. <laughs> always. Did you watch the new uh, video that came out yesterday about Sword and Shield? Yes! I'm so excited. Me too. I love the new professor. She's great. And I've been cracking up at all of the comics people have been drawing about the um, like Scottish Pokemon hunters. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I don't really follow the new Pokemon, so I haven't really seen anything about it. But everything I have seen has just been like, lol, Scottish Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. And like all the the current characters were like going to Scotland and they're like, hey, do you want to have a battle? And then the Scottish Pokemon trainers are like, they just say a bunch of things and they're like, I don't, what are you saying? I don't understand. Yes. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's fucking great. I love when people draw her, this really cute Pokemon trainer being all like, like swearing at them and stuff, saying like really <laughs> aggressive swears. And I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> fantastic it's wonderful i love it do you have any pets yes i do i have a a dog he is a black lab he is called bosun and he is pretty fucking amazing i love him yeah black labs yes i love i love black labs are the cutest whenever i see one because i'm actually at uni right now so i'm like i live far away from home i think it's like a seven hour drive from home i live um yeah it's a long time long way uh, whenever I see a black lab, I feel my heart just like crunch up. I'm like, oh, I want to see my boy. <laughs> you guys all have pets as well. I know you do, but I want to ask mm-hmm. as well. I want to know more about them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have one. <clears throat> it's a dog. His name is Indiana. He's named after Indiana Jones. Yep. Very good. And he's such a good boy. He's a good boy. Yes, he is. Um, he's eight, and I've had him since he was 15 weeks. So. Aww. He's, oh. he's my first child. Yes. Although, see, you guys are awesome because you're like, of course he's named after Indiana Jones. But when we're like out in the street and people are like, hi, what's your dog's name? And I'm like, Indiana. And they're like, are you from Indiana? I'm like, no. Do I sound like I'm from Indiana? No, I don't. Cool. <laughs> um, no, of course it's Indiana Jones. Yes. Indiana, we named the dog Indiana. Thing. it's like a whole thing okay anyway <laughs> have we hit a nerve a little bit here <laughs> i have opinions okay a live breakdown <laughs> um that's our that's our our pet right now my son wants to get a bird Ooh. mostly oh, because kind of he bird. wants to have a parrot that can talk and i'm like i'm not i i would love to have a bird i'm not gonna get a bird while we have indiana because that's not gonna be good for anybody's stress level <laughs> right yeah, the dog isn't gonna enjoy that i don't know probably not <laughs> But Jen has lots of animals. Yeah, I have. I have. So I have Harley. She's a black lab. She's one, and she's a terror. Uh, but we love her. <laughs> and I also have two black cats. Uh, their names are Thor and Loki. And oh, I've seen them before. They're really cute. Yeah, I'm sure they've like spammed pictures everywhere of them on, on Tumblr. They're <laughs> they're my babies. So they're seven, and they are my actual literal children. <laughs> and I love them and baby them. And yeah, so when when we got Harley last year. The cats were not too sure of her, and they still don't entirely get along. 
but we're getting there. They're like in the same room as each other more often now, so that's nice. But yeah, yeah, my my cats are my actual children, so I love them. <laughs> I love them. You don't need kids. No, exactly. Yeah, I don't need kids. I've got cats. My uh, for Halloween this year, I'm gonna make them red and green capes, and I'm gonna put like pipe cleaners into the capes to make them look as if they're running when they're not oh, that's cute yeah i love that yeah yeah i'm a crazy cat lady <laughs> hey no shame yeah. yeah indiana has an indiana jones hat that i tie onto his harness at halloween oh my, oh my god mm-hmm. oh my goodness i'm gonna need a picture of that like asap please. yeah i'll i'll yeah, scroll back and find one this? yeah i'll, I'll scroll you. back and send it one <laughs> When we first got it, it was like as big as his whole body because it was like a child's <laughs> costume, you know, hat. And when he was a puppy, it was like really big. Oh, I think I just died. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can we all tell we're animal lovers? Like... <laughs> Maybe. Okay, then. So here's a, here's a dog question, right? When you, I know some people have lots of opinions on what breed of dog Padfoot is. Do you? Um, all right. I have to look this up because I can't remember the name, but I'm sure I will. What are they called? What are the dogs called that, like, they're very good for herding? They're not German Shepherds, I don't think. You mean like a sheepdog? Yeah, but not quite that. No, a black sheepdog is, like, one of the dogs I see him as. But part of me as well likes seeing him as a black sheepdog, but he's the size of a Malamute. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I basically think he's like a big dog, like yeah. as massive as we can get. I like him as a Newfoundland <gasps> because they're huge. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, the fluffy is. That's quite cute. What about you, Purple? Have you got anything? Um, I do like Newfoundlands. I also nannied for a family that had a Bernese mountain dog. Oh, yeah. Which I sometimes want to make Padfoot into, although it doesn't, my brain doesn't want to make it work because Bernese mountain dogs have white and brown on them mm. and Padfoot is black. But this dog was he was giant i mean he was like oh probably like 45 50 kilos oh my god and he just like laid around and then when we would go out on a walk there was like a you know fenced in area where he could run and he just like bounded everywhere (laughs) and was like a puppy even though he was like he weighed as much as an adult (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i love him but I do also like when they've got like pointier ears. I don't know why. I feel like Padfoot is a bit, he's not as floppy. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an ongoing battle trying to find a good <laughs> a good Padfoot breed. I mean, for me, it's like they're animaguses. Um, I, I feel like you can kind of just, it's fiction. For mm-hmm. me, I just kind of try and switch it up a bit. So that's why I've gone for like, a German shepherd, a German black shepherd, but he's like a massive one and he's got some traits that like a Malamute has or um, I quite like Newfoundland actually, so I might put some traits of that in it, like the shabbiness mm. of the long coat. Totally. Yeah, I think we can just send a like, he's a bit of a mongrel. 
Like we can we can smash a couple of breeds together for sure. I mean, I, it works for me, man. <laughs> As a character designer, like, or well, partly a character designer, this is like this is kind of what we do. That's your bag. If, if something's not working, yeah. If something's not working, you take another thing and you smash them together. There we go, guys. Art tips from me. Take <laughs> like one thing, <laughs> smash oh, it into God. another thing. This is not very good art tips, man. Is that what happened with the platypus? <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, evolution took a tip from from me here. <laughs> I am God. <laughs> oh, okay. We're I, we're totally adding this question into like all of our interviews. By the way, like, what breed do you see bad for? <laughs> I could because I I honestly I wasn't expecting this question. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to have other people's opinions on it as well. Totally. More talk about dogs, always. Yes. Hold on, I'm going to post this picture and we can post oh, it in yeah. the show notes. Ooh. <gasps> oh. It's a wolf-dog hybrid, like a, you know, like a dog oh. and a wolf together. Yes. Oh my god, Ooh. yes, yes. Absolutely, that's totally. Also, this one's name is Sirius. What? <laughs> oh my goodness. He lives, guys, we've confirmed me? it. He's alive. <laughs> As if that's the most perfect. I'm saving that picture right now. Yeah, we, we'll put the picture um, in the show notes or on Tumblr because you guys need to see this. That is perfect. That is honestly perfect. Sirius is a high content wolf dog that came in with his sister Lyra. Sirius can be pretty serious at times and only certain volunteers are allowed in with him. While he can be pushy at times, deep down he is a sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> We found him, you guys. Yeah, he's here. <laughs> he's alive. Yeah. Quick, where's Remus? I don't have any more questions, but I do have to say one thing. I have no idea what you look like in real life, but for some reason... Oh, really? I, I don't... It, do, it doesn't matter. But for just so you know, my brain has decided that you look like how you draw serious. And I just felt like you needed oh. to know that. <laughs> To be honest, um, that's not the first time I've been told that. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Minus the fact that I'm white. I, I'm not. I'm white. Yeah, I'm not. Don't have that color skin. Uh, but people have said the way I draw his face and the eye shape and everything. Um, he's got the kind of like heavy lidded eyes I draw him with. Everyone's like, it kind of looks like you, and I'm like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> so you were kind of right, purple. <laughs> I was right. Yes. You were kind of right. I got a picture of myself. I don't look like him because I have like green snot colored hair, but I mean, that's a look. Go with it. <laughs> oh, there's one of me brushing my teeth. That'll do. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you mean, though. In yeah. Like, like the eye, the like eye area in general. Mm. And the pointy nose. Because I've got quite a pointy nose. You can't see it there, but I do. We are, I mean, we know everybody's love for noses in this fandom. <laughs> well i'm really proud of myself now for deciding that (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't it wasn't done on purpose but i think it's because like incidentally i see a lot of i see a lot of myself in sirius as well or a lot of him and me and like i didn't even realize that when i was first getting into it and doing the designs and stuff but then as it kind of became more and more apparent people were like it kind of looks like you and i and I realized, like, I have a lot in common with him in terms of personality as well. So I feel like I've kind of just latched onto him because he's, like, a bit like me, really. I mean, that's valid. I think I probably do that with 
<laughs> it's like various characters. Well, I think that's probably why what drew us all to this ship and this fandom in the first place is that we've had some kind of connection to these characters whichever mm. one it is or all of them a little bit you see yourself in each one yeah for sure yeah the whole like social phenomenon of fandom is so interesting to me like how did we get to this situation you know like how is it expanded to what it is now I just find it fascinating that's the that's the like sociology side of me coming out (laughs) it must have always been a thing though right so if you trace back here comes my history lesson (laughs) um (laughs) there's a direct line between of of fandom and shipping from star trek yeah that's Mm. when it first became popular the spock uh, and kirk Kirk yeah Mm -hmm, ship Mm. was the first but it's something that of course people have been writing fan fiction and drawing fan art since there have been original pieces of fiction and art, <laughs> right? Mm. Or like the majority of Renaissance era paintings are fan art of the right. Bible. Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah, oh I God. mean, like Dante's Inferno, that's mm. fan fiction. Like, <laughs> you know, um, Paradise Lost, you know, like all these kinds of stories, they're all fan fiction of other things. Mm. Um, when someone else writes the sequel to a book, you know, we decide that it's literature because it's 300 years old, but it's not, I mean, not that it's not literature, but you know what I mean? Like it's the same as what we're writing now Mm. because you're writing, you're using someone else's character and someone else's story and you know, all the, um, what was, what was the series that was popular a while ago where they did all the classic literature, but with zombies, like Pride and Prejudice and zombies and things yeah. like that. Yeah. That's yeah, fan yeah. fiction. That's an AU fan fiction. Like it's just published. Oh my God, it is. Or when people take classic literature and like do like gender swapping or mm-hmm. tell it from the other character's perspective. Like there was, I can't recall what it's called, but now but someone wrote Moby Dick from the perspective of the whale yes you know like that's fan fiction (laughs) it is also that I know I didn't know that existed and that fucking blew my mind that someone wrote it from the whale's point of view (laughs) yeah it's really great I mean there's just all kinds of wonderful things and it really reinforces to me like people have always been the same You know, like at the basic level, everyone's like the new generation, you know how old people are. They're like the new generation (laughs) is horrible. Like, no, we've always just been people. Like we've always done the same thing. You just don't understand it because you are stubborn. Yeah. Mood. Did I use that right? (laughs) Probably. Totally. And after our social crusade, I think that's a good place to... Yay. <laughs> going out on a history lesson history lessons with mr purple yes <laughs> i also posted a podcast link earlier i was listening to a podcast that talked about like why we have such trouble throwing books away and like how libraries weed books out of the system and what their criteria is for whether they discard books and stuff like that mm. it's really interesting that's so interesting i don't throw books away ever yeah. They well and they talk about it like why is it so hard to throw away a book but not like papers. Mm. You know, like it's it's just yeah. it's really great. It, I love I love podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> well then you're in the right place. Right. Yeah, you're hosting one. Very good one, might I add. Oh, thank oh, you. Thanks.
every time I've like tuned in, I've enjoyed the. I mean, maybe it's because I love the subject, but I just enjoyed the stuff you guys have been talking about. Well, thank you. Yeah, I think that was that was the point, though, right? Like, we all love this subject matter so much. We could all like talk everybody's ears off about Wolfstar, and so I think to hear people have conversations about the thing that we love, especially when it's something that people don't maybe speak about as often. Yeah. So to hear people speak about it is really refreshing. And I think that's part of the like the reason we started this podcast is to just to hear people have conversations about this thing we love. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, lo- I love it, really, because I mean, I don't I'm not too like outspoken on Tumblr and stuff and in the fandom in general. I kind of just sort of draw art and post it and then leave for a while not leave but like I don't interact a whole lot mm-hmm. as much like as much as other people do so like this is kind of probably the most I've ever like discussed my opinions on it and stuff and how I feel about it which is just a nice way to do it as well because I feel more comfortable talking like this right that's awesome there should be a space here for everyone to discuss their opinion I think that's important mm. opinions with a capital O <laughs> opinion. <laughs> opinion. <My> opinion. <laughs> Meek, do you have any other pressing things you wish to share? Um, mm, I love Wolfstar. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Same. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <On the moon. sighs> Yeah, there we go. Then we all love Wolfstar. Everyone here loves Wolfstar, and it's great. That was so lame. (laughs) (laughs) Hell no. Great. Fine. We're all good here. Yeah. We're all lame. Fine. I'm definitely lame. That's the thing with fandom. We can all be lame together. (laughs) Lame as one. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on and talking about your opinions and your art and everything like that, Mika. It's been a total pleasure talking to you. That's all right. I've really enjoyed it. I'm going to say thank you for having me as well because... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I was surprised when you asked. I was like, oh, me? Yeah, of course. <laughs> of we course. need to talk about the ears in public spaces. Right. <laughs> the ears are back. The ears. The ears. Da, da, da. Okay. Uh, discussion. Oh, did we have any fandom discussions? Yeah. Do you have any burgeoning discussions to think of? I was just, let me open up Discord. Well, because, like, we had the very brief discussion was it yesterday about using other people's wands but I don't know that that was really a discussion it was basically just like yeah you can I suppose if it's not too difficult oh we did have a really good discussion of how long we reckon the train would take to get from King's Cross up to the Highlands where Hogwarts is roughly well if they meet at 11 o'clock and then they get there for dinner yeah so uh, I picked Aberdeen as the closest like big train station to check on my train time app and it said seven hours which is to me like exactly right because you're in this is like such an an american question that's the same time zone right yes of course (laughs) i mean well within one time zone (laughs) so god that's such an american (laughs) the australians will understand okay (laughs) so yeah so if you leave at 11 and you get there at six o'clock that's dinner time so that makes sense yeah and they could totally kind of hurry the train along with a bit of magic if they had early feasts yeah and they do have a like a trolley for lunch you know or that's whatever true. So. that is true but then we thought about the horrors of a train full of teenagers for seven hours yeah which just feels like the worst idea in the world like i don't 
ever want that. Yeah, I... Mm-mm. <laughs> and not, not just teenagers, but middle schoolers and high schoolers. Like, the middle school... Yeah, 11 oh. to 17. Yeah, like, that's an attractive slice, you know? Mm. Yeah. It's just... Mm-hmm. Great. Mm. And then Kate pointed out... Uh, the toilets would be disgusting and I was like yep end of the conversation oh now oh my god <laughs> out of this conversation <laughs> no uh, thank you they are magic maybe they're self-cleaning I hope so are there house elves on the Hogwarts Express oh I would say no okay <laughs> sure I mean I have not I never thought of it until this very moment so me neither I mean my instinct is no. I feel like they would stay at Hogwarts. Do they clean the Hogwarts Express afterwards? That would involve them coming down to Hogsmeade, though, wouldn't it? Because that's where the train pulls in. Right. Does so it's I mean, also whether like whether Dumbledore lets them out of the confines of? Well, Hogwarts that's actually or... a really good question. Do they like bumble about on the grounds in July when it's nice and warm? Like, what do they do? Yeah, but also is the Hogwarts Express owned by Hogwarts or is it owned by the train? Are there other trains like that go other places, like the night bus? Right. Is there like a magical train line, or is it only is it only the Hogwarts Express? Yeah. And Hogsmeade Station is only there because of Hogwarts. Mm, I'd probably say it's the latter, but I feel like that's an infrastructure that now needs expanding. You know. Right. Well, because like I get having the Hogwarts Express in having a station in muggle london for all the muggle-born kids right Mm. but like there could be other trains that run other places Mm. for people who don't apparate or whatever right as someone who lives in scotland my brain always goes how pissed would i be to have to travel down to king's cross to take a train past my house right Right. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing that. Can't I just turn up that evening? Yeah, and I just get there at six o'clock. <laughs> yeah, can I not just get the, the like, the East Coast Express up, <laughs> up to the Highlands, right. please? Especially if you are wizard family, like, they know where Hogsmeade is. Yeah, just operate. Just get like, a take key. your kid there, take a port key, and drop your kid off at the train station at six o'clock, and they can go in with everybody else. Yeah. But anyway, so are there other trains? Tell us what you think. The reason I thought about it was because, like, okay, we were talking about the house elves, but the Hogwarts house elves, or if there's some kind of train infrastructure, like, would the train company have house elves and they would be responsible Mm. for cleaning the Hogwarts Express because it's their train? Or is there just, like, one big Scourgeify spell at the end, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I've never thought I've never thought about it and I have a sinking suspicion that JKR has never thought about it either. She never thought about most things, let's be honest. Serving the truth today. <laughs> I mean, you have a character who is a werewolf and you don't look up when the full moons are. Like I have very little oh. faith in your research skills. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I hate I hate that when the full moons don't match so much like, anyway. I have the, the full moons for 1971 through 8 memorized damn it JKR why can't you say today's rant is brought to you by <laughs> Jen's love of the moon <laughs> and JKR's lack of research skills <laughs> the lack of the internet in the mid 90s okay I'm not saying it would have been easy Okay, but the information no, but is out there. Wait, yeah. If, if 
people in ancient Greece can calculate when, like, um, meteors are going to go by. Right, this bitch can... Every 300 years or whatever. Like, you can count 28 more than once, okay? Yeah, (laughs) you can count 28. (laughs) Burn. (laughs) But it's so true, like... Oh no! Yeah, the the moon's not matching. Is deeply upsetting. For I me. just have a lot of feelings. Okay, moving about on. About Venus Lupin in the moon. <laughs> no, about J.K. Rowling's lack of research skills. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, J.K.R. in general at the moment. Is... All right, um, no, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I can't. No. <laughs> yep. Onwards. Anyway, if you have ideas about a train, let us know. <laughs> Yes. Oh, God. Would you like to read the linguistic legacy quote, or do you want me to do it? I will do it, darling. Go. So our linguistic legacy for this episode is from Not If It's You by Estes Absentis. It's one of the Wolf Star Big Bang fix from this year, and I, it made me stop and gasp when I read it. So here it is. The moment feels both heavy with the past and impossibly light with the futures they can build together. And if that's not just the nicest, like the sun is rising in the corner, like mm, beautiful. Yay. Our wonderful theme music was made for us by the equally wonderful Isabella Ness. You can check out her website in the show notes below. Mischief managed.